Hey dear, I am so happy you're here. My name is Courtney, and I'm a wife, a toddler mom, and an aspiring entrepreneur. When I first became a mama, I thought I knew what I was doing, but boy was I wrong. The woman that I was in that first year is just a little bit different than the woman and the mom that I have become in this second year, and that's because I have become obsessed with personal development. If you hang with me, I promise that together we will figure out how to replace self-doubt with confidence, uncertainty with consistency, and we're even going to try to conquer the comparison game. So if you're ready to chase your own dreams, even after chasing around a little one, then you're in the right place. This is Chasing Courage. so happy that you are here. Thank you so much for coming back for episode two. Today is June 6th. Um, It's a Saturday. Typically, I'm not going to be that detailed uh, about the day of the week or the time that I'm recording, but I just needed to throw it out there because this is kind of a funny mom story. Son, typically during the week, I have to wake him up. When we're getting ready for work, daycare, I have to wake him up. And today, of course, on a Saturday, I wake up at six. I'm getting ready to press record at 6.30 and Chase wakes up. (laughs) But no worries, he's snuggled with dad uh, in the bedroom watching cartoons so I can get this uh, recorded for you all. In the intro to this podcast, I say we're gonna try to conquer the comparison game. The key word there though is try. I think that because we are human, um, it would be unrealistic to say that we are never going to compare ourselves to someone or something. What's key is figuring out where that comparison is coming from, like the root, the root of the problem, for lack of a better term, right? Like, why am I comparing myself to this person? Or why am I comparing my life to Sally Sue's, for example? So what I want to do today in this episode is I'm going to share with you the three areas that I struggle with comparison the most and what I have done to attempt to conquer the comparison in those areas in hopes that you can just find uh, something relatable and, um, you know, maybe some tips and tricks to get over those. So those three areas for me, number one, are comparing my journey to becoming my own boss and working for myself. Number two, my body, comparing my postpartum, my post baby body to other um, moms. And number three, my parenting style. Maybe you struggle with one or all three of those same things that I do. And so I just want to go through those um, because, again, I just want to be really transparent and um, hopefully relatable to you in some way. The first way that I compare myself to others is on my journey to becoming my own boss. So I, for at least the last five years, I just wanted to be my own boss. I have been, I guess what you could call a job hopper and have worked so many different types of jobs. And that really all started when like right out of college, I didn't get a job in the field that I went to um, college for and got my degree in. And that was public relations um, and business marketing. So when I didn't get that type of position and then I landed in roles like being a leasing consultant and executive administrator, and then I totally flipped the switch and became a nanny for a little over four years um, because I was just trying to find my place. And I think that eventually I figured out 
my place and my thing is helping other women find their thing and find their place. And I think that it can be really, really hard to watch other women be successful in being their own boss or working from home when you're just not there yet. I mean, because there comes a point where I also just need to make sure that I'm paying the bills. I can't just quit my job and I can't just not work. And so if the thing that's bringing immediate uh, money into the bank is me working a job that I don't love, like that's what I have to do. Now, Definitely since having my son, it's become so much more clear, like the dreams that specifically are on my heart. Um, One of those being, you know, starting this podcast and being able to speak my truth and my experiences into this microphone so that just maybe even if I can help a handful of women uh, get through this hashtag mom life, um, then it would be all worth it. But if it's going to be worth it, then it's probably not going to be easy. And whether you want to be your own boss, uh, whether you want to open up like a salon, whether you want to start your own daycare, whatever that dream is that's on your heart, you have to acknowledge that A, if it's easy, it's probably not going to be worth it. And B, your journey is not the same as Aubrey's journey, who's doing the same thing that you are. But I get it, right? Like with social media, watching Aubrey on Instagram and she's killing it. You're watching Sarah over on Facebook and she started her bakery and she's working from home and you want all of those things for yourself. I really do get it. Like I want to be able to work from home so bad. I want to be in charge of my own schedule so bad, guys. Like I get it. You're on a journey towards a dream that you have and it doesn't have to be being your own boss because that isn't for everybody Um, and that's completely okay. But whatever that dream is that you want, whatever the career goal that you have for yourself, listen to me. If your career goal is being the best DM stay-at-home mom that you can be, that is completely fine and that is completely awesome, okay? You know what's best for you. All I'm saying is don't let, when you get on social media, don't let that discourage you from chasing down what dreams you have or the career path that you're taking. Like you got to put on blinders because you don't know everybody else's journey that they're on. There's this quote that I keep hearing over and over again since I've been listening to podcasts. Keisha has said it. uh, Trent Shelton has said it. And it can be said a couple different ways. But uh, the basic premise is don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Don't compare your day one to someone else's day 100. I also feel like there's a lot of power in admitting that sometimes maybe you didn't know what you wanted or what you needed because um, prior to being pregnant, I thought that I would want to be a stay-at-home mom. And then when I was a nanny, I for sure thought that I would want to be a stay-at-home mom. But then when I became a mom and I had to mom and take care of somebody else's kids, that was a little tough. Uh, That was a little overwhelming. So, you know, I stepped away and I went back to work, back to an office type job, you know, something that prior to having my son, I hadn't done in four years, but literally it, 
it was a game changer for me, for me to go to work and to send Chase to daycare. And so this was um, February of 2019 um, was when I went back into like an office style position and when he went to daycare full time. It was so good for my mental health, you guys. I cannot express to you how good it was for my mental health. Going to work was almost like my break. <laughs> Being able to talk to other like grown-ups without um, a baby or a toddler in the room was so refreshing. It felt good to be needed by somebody other than a immediate family member, my husband or my son. You know, people at work needed me for various things, and that was so incredibly rewarding. But even though that was so rewarding. It also didn't take the place of the dreams and the goals that I still had for myself and my future. Um, if anything, actually, it gave me more fire to make those happen because I was realizing like, wow, people think I'm a hard worker. Um, during my time when I went back to the office style job after one year of being in that type of role, I received um, a promotion and a raise. And that was a huge confidence booster for me in like, holy crap, like I'm I'm good at this and not just like this um particular job that I'm doing, but like if I put my mind to something then I'm going to make it happen. If I work hard, I can produce X, Y, Z. So me receiving that uh, promotion and that raise at a job that I liked, but I didn't necessarily love, that was so good for my soul to be like, Courtney, like you can do this. You can make your dreams come true. That's why, I mean, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this podcast because like, I'm gonna do it. I have goals and dreams and I really hope that you do too. And I wanna hear them. Like, please go find me on social media. Go find the show, uh, Chasing Courage underscore podcast and tell me your dreams that you have for yourself, for yourself, for your family, because your dreams and your goals do not listen to me. They do not have to be solely shaped around the fact that you have a little human. Granted, they can be because of them. Like Chase is such a motivation for me. I want to give him the best life life possible. I want to spoil him. I want to make sure that he gets everything that he wants in life. And that's going to happen only if me and my husband work our asses off. And that's what I want to do. I just want to be able to give him everything that he wants and more importantly everything that he needs and for right now I'm gonna have to work a job in an office while I make my dreams come true as a side hustle and then someday eventually that side hustle will be my job for example, when I was launching this podcast, uh, there was a girl who had taken the same podcast course that I had, and we were talking about how amazing she was doing because her podcast had gone gone live and been approved by Apple, and it was like out into the out in the world for I believe like two weeks, and she had something astounding like five hundred downloads in two weeks, and I was telling the girls in my monthly podcasting course that like I was letting that get to me I was letting that be a fear like oh my gosh what if when I put my podcast into the world it doesn't get that many unique downloads 
And Keisha was so quick. Keisha was so quick to be like, listen, you do not know her journey. You do not know her backstory. You don't know what type of following she had prior to launching her podcast. Like you are you and she is she. Like, sorry, I know that that was an awkward pause and I have to remind myself sometimes that you're not there and you're not able to talk back to me, but I'm just trying to make a point here that I needed that point to be made to myself because again, your life leading up to your day one and Sally's life leading up to her day one of whether it be starting a podcast or uh, launching an Etsy shop, your journeys to get to day one, I guarantee you they weren't the same. They were not the same, sister. Right. The second um, area where I struggle with comparison um, is with my physical appearance. When I was pregnant, um, I gained 55 pounds. Some of you might think that that's a lot. Some of you might be like, oh yeah, that's right on target. Um, I will say that, you know, according to the research that I did when I was pregnant and then the research that I have done since, uh, that was a little bit much. Uh, according to, you know, my height and my weight prior to being pregnant, um, they give you like this range, right? This is your ideal range of what you should gain throughout your pregnancy. I believe my range was like 25 to 35 pounds. <sighs> As you can imagine, um, it has been um, a difficult journey to get that off. I pretty quickly lost 20 to 25 pounds um, after I gave birth to Chase, but literally in the last year and a half, um, I've kind of hung out within this 10 pound range. Um, like I'll lose three or four and then I'll gain four or five. Um, and it's been this fluctuation of within this um I'll just say it within the 170s. Um, and again, I was so hesitant to just say the number just because like I don't I don't want to define myself by the number on the scale and I don't want you to define me by the number on the scale. I don't want you to define yourself by the number on the scale. And I'm saying that because my whole point in saying all of this about like my journey with my my post baby body and my my weight loss after pregnancy is that, again, social media, it can be such a beautiful thing, but it can also just totally destroy your confidence. When you're getting on there and you're trying to search for inspiration, like you're typing in hashtags like postpartum body, baby weight loss, and you see all of these women that are like, 12 weeks postpartum, back in my pre-pregnancy genes, listen to me. My son is going to be two next month and I am not close to fitting in my pre-pregnancy genes. And guess what? That's okay. I'm trying. I've come to an acceptance that I may never fit back into those genes. When you have a baby, when you go through pregnancy, your body changes. And as a woman, we need to, we need to embrace that. I'm not saying like give up because anybody who knows me personally knows I'm trying different diets. I'm trying different lifestyles. I'm trying different workout plans and I'm not going to give up, but it also just changed my mindset that my end goal isn't the number on the scale that I was the day I found out I was pregnant. My goal is no longer the jeans that I wore 
in 2017. That's just not my goal anymore. My goal, my goal is to feel confident, even if that means being a little curvy. My goal is to now feel strong versus being skinny. In one of uh, Trent Shelton's straight up podcast episodes, he said um, the following. We have become so obsessed with following others' lives that we forgot we have the power to lead our own. Ooh, that is good stuff right there. I'm going to say that one more time. We have become so obsessed with following others' lives that we have forgot we have the power to lead our own. If you're looking on social media or you're hanging out with your girlfriends and you're constantly finding yourself comparing your butt to their butt or your biceps to their biceps, like stop it. First of all, just stop it. Like you do not need, you do not need that in your life. Okay. That's comparison is not going to bring you joy. I promise you, comparison is the thief of joy. If you make your goal to become the best version of you, and I know right now we're talking physically, right? Like today, if my goal is to make my body just the best that it can be right now and not how it was three years ago, if my goal is to be as strong as it can be, as healthy as it can be, and not like Sally on Instagram, that's the key. That's what your goals should be. All right, the third area um, that I struggle with comparison, and any of you who are a mom, I guarantee you do the same. And if you tell me that if you do not compare yourself to how others are parenting, you are probably fooling yourself. Um, especially if you're a new mom, right? Like if you're a seasoned mom and you have two or three kids and you're like, I don't compare myself to other moms or I don't compare my parenting style to other parenting styles. You very well might have just become, um, strong enough or grown out of that stage. And for that, I, I condole you. Is that the right word? Condole? You know what I'm trying to say, (laughs) but you know, I hate to use the word hip, but it really has become like hip or more trendy. Um, I just can't think of a better word right now. So I sincerely apologized uh, because I do not want to offend anybody, but it's become so trendy lately to breastfeed your child. And I'll tell you what, I hopped right on that bandwagon. When I got pregnant, I was like, I'm going to breastfeed. That's the best for the baby. It's the healthiest. Um, You know, you see all these like empowerment posts about breastfeeding your baby um, on social media. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Well, (laughs) it was hard. Like literally from day one, like hour one, it was hard and it hurt me and I didn't like anything about it. And so literally we ended up for reasons that maybe I'll explain in another episode, but we ended up being in the hospital uh, with Chase after I had him for a full week. And by the time we left the hospital, I mean, I was not, I was 
I was done breastfeeding. I was like, I'm not doing this, but I still didn't want to fully get up. And I'm being fully transparent with you because I was comparing myself and I was worried that I would be judged. So I said, okay, if I don't want to breastfeed, then I'll still pump. Okay. I'll pump so I can still give my child the, the breast milk. So I decided that I was going to do that and I, you know, I used the pump at the hospital and then I had one for when we got home and God, I was just miserable. I was miserable. I was tired. I hurt and I was producing milk. I know that sometimes women can't produce milk and milk and right. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother issue. Like there's a bazillion billion reasons that you might not be able to breastfeed. And I'm just being totally honest right now when I say mine wasn't for a medical or health reason. Mine was purely mental. I just mentally couldn't and didn't want to do it. So after I think it was maybe about one month of pumping, I said no more of this. And I started weaning off of that. And just that little um, weight off of my shoulders was so good for me and Chase. And I'm such a proponent now. However you want to feed your child, whether it's formula, whether it's the breast, whether it's a combination of both, fed is best. And if you're miserable and tired, I mean, your child is going to sense and feel that. I remember my mom saying that to me because I was just so stressed and anxious those first few weeks. Um, And when I started to not have to rely on myself or the pump to feed him, it just took such a weight off of my shoulders. And it, it felt so good to admit that this is how me and him were going to do it. And that I didn't need to be like every other mom out there. Same thing goes with like making his own baby food. Like when he started to eat solids, I was like, I'm going to mash the sweet potatoes and I got like a baby food maker and I'm going to take the banana and put it in the pouches and I'm going to take the green beans and mash those up and all of the things. Um, Guess what? That takes time. And I was a working mom, a working mom who was a mom for the first time. And again, I'm tired because when you have a baby, it takes them a while. Typically, some of you moms have unicorn babies that start sleeping through the night when they're like three days old. Good for you. Chase was not that. Um, Guess what was more important to me? When Chase went down for a nap, I wanted to sleep with him. I didn't want to make his baby food from scratch. Sorry, I didn't. Not saying that that is wrong. Also, like if you do that and if you want to do that, that is seriously amazing. I'm just saying like if you don't want to, don't. Like you don't have to. Your child is going to be fine if you take the banana from the shelf at the store that's in the pouch. It's okay. Whew, sorry, I just got a little fired up with that one. And I could go into so, so many more uh, details about um, how we compare ourselves to other things that moms do, other ways that moms feed their children, discipline their children, especially with toddlers. Um, and frankly, maybe maybe I will. Maybe that's going to be a 
another episode for another time. Let me know if that's something that like you vibe with and that you want to talk through with me. Um, you know, what do you struggle with as far as comparison goes to your best friend who's a mom or the mom that you follow on Instagram and you're like, gosh, why do I compare myself to her? Um, if that's a conversation that you want to have, we will for sure dive deeper and have it. In saying, you know, all of that about me again, um, whether you deal with all three of those things or just one of them, I hope that you were able to relate to me in some way. And I just want to reiterate, we are human and we need to give ourselves some grace and understand that I doubt, I really doubt that we will ever get to a point where we're not comparing ourselves to someone or something. But again, we can try, we can try to conquer the comparison. And I think that the three main ways that we do that is by, first of all, doing an audit of the content that you're consuming. Like I mentioned a couple of times throughout this episode, who and what are you following on social media? If you have all of these celebrities who have perfect bodies and you just had a baby and you are struggling so, so hard to get the baby weight off, you are trying, you are working your butt off, you know, working out when your baby's taking a nap, but you know, it's just a struggle and you're just, it's going slow. Cause like, gosh, for me, it's going so slow. It's not helpful if you just follow all of these people that have perfect bodies. Go follow other women who are on the journey and in the process of doing the same thing that you are. Don't follow all these women that are already at the end result. I mean, maybe follow a couple as like inspiration or motivation, but you just, you really got to watch what you're consuming because it can really be um, a confidence destroyer. The second way that you can try to conquer comparison is being confident in the choices that you're making. And this is both for your body and for your baby, right? Like when you make the decision that I'm going to breastfeed, have confidence in that and be assured that that is a decision that you made and that is what you want to do. Okay. And if you're not confident in a decision that you have made, if you're not confident in a choice that you have made for yourself or for your baby, then change it. You have the ability to change it. If you tried breastfeeding and then you're like, man, I'm just not confident in this. This isn't working. This is kind of hard. Then change it. If you tried to wake up and do yoga every morning and you're like, I don't know, I just don't really feel yoga. Like it's not getting me going. Then try something different. Try kickboxing. Change it. Try something different. And the third and final way that I would suggest that we try to conquer comparison is by understanding that everyone is at a different place in their journey. Like I said, don't compare your day one to somebody's day 100. You don't know the details of that person's journey. So even your day one and her day one, they're different. The day that you became a mom and the day that I became a mom, even if our kids were born on the same day, if your child was born on July 17th, 2018, that doesn't mean that you and me are going to have the same mom journey. That doesn't mean that we had the same journey throughout our pregnancy. Like 
everybody is at a different place and we just need to have an understanding and grace for that. Well, that's a wrap for episode two. Again, thank you so much. Sincerely from the bottom of my heart, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode. It literally means the world to me. And if we're going to be looking at each other's social media, let's put positivity and realness there. You know, let's consume good content. And that's one of my goals here is that I will help you all to do that. So go tag the show. Um, chasing courage underscore podcast tag the show uh, with your takeaways from today's episode feel free to um, send me a dm on instagram or facebook if we're connected there and let me know um, you know one of the areas that you really struggle with comparison as a mom thanks so much lady have an awesome day Thank you so much for checking out the Chasing Courage podcast. If you vibed with this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it on social media and tagged the show. That way I can thank you for helping me build a community of confident and courageous mamas. If you have questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM. I make a point to respond to each and every one. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. But until then, what will you chase today?